Hello, you're here, April 6th at 11.26, which means I'm probably not going to release this till May 24th or something, but you're here on April 6th, and you're here with me and Remington Bosom the third. he's over there sitting on the wobbly chair, sometimes he jumps on, he freaks out, he says, am I going to make it, and he makes it, and that's you baby, you're wondering right now, am I going to make it, in some kind of life lesson, am I going to make it? I'm going to tell you you're going to do a pretty good goddamn job of trying. And I wish you the best of luck on making it. I want to say happy April. Happy April Fool's. I was going to release the podcast on April Fool's, but you guys all know I'm too lazy. So that was the joke, right? Me, this podcast is the joke. But you're listening to this, so we're all in on the joke. And that's what makes it lovely. Uh, here at the Yen Kane, we, uh, we want to say first, me and Remington, we stand by Ukraine. This podcast stands by Ukraine. and. I know a lot of businesses say they stand by Ukraine and don't do anything. And we're also going to be one of those businesses. Like, here's my whole thing with the whole Ukraine thing. Love the people. Hate the food. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I know nothing about Ukrainian culture. I imagine it's wonderful. I imagine there's a little element that goes, I might be a little better at a stinner missile in American culture. We're a little lazy here. But I would love to go to Ukraine and see Ukrainian culture when this is over. And hopefully it's over soon. And we stand by Ukraine. And a lot of companies, right? Like, I work for an office, Salesforce. Salesforce stands with Ukraine. You think that's like the, like, the needle that like pushes Putin right over the edge? He goes, yeah, America sent them a thousand javelins. And also Salesforce is behind them. I think we might have to stop. You know, I saw, like, I do my landscape lighting thing, right? I knock on people's doors like a Jehovah's Witness. Promised to bring light into their lives. I don't know. Maybe I should get a suit and tie. Maybe I should do both, right? Jehovah and landscape lighting. You could change your religious beliefs and get a good deal on on yard lighting. I mean, you could do both. But not everybody needs to support Ukraine. I saw this guy who had this landscape lighting that's blue and yellow. And it just got me thinking. Well, you know, this guy, look look, look at virtue signaling, right? Really, it's like everybody's going to go, oh, thank God. You know, Johnny down on 4841. You know, he really... um. He supports Ukraine. I was a little concerned about his character when I looked when I was walking my dog and I saw Fox News in his radio. But, you know, he supports that Ukraine. You know, or like, what's his dream? Like, Putin's going to roll by, you know, little San Diego block. Putin's going to make a stop and go, you know what? This guy's yard lights have changed my impact on my situation. Maybe peace can exist. So, everybody, you don't need to support Ukraine. We all know it's a sad thing. Give some money. Give some love. Give some thoughts. Knock on some wood. Don't knock on too much wood. Actually, knock on too much wood. You should knock on wood. Be, be grateful for being here and being with me. Because we're together, and I'm grateful. So you should be grateful too, right? I mean, come on, that's how going grateful goes, right? But that's the way it is now. That's the way it is now in society. Everybody needs to compliment Ukraine, right? Everybody needs to compliment Ukraine. Everybody needs to complain about gas prices. I like the compliments about Ukraine. They are doing a good job for fighting. I respect them. I respect the fuck out of them. You give me a missile launcher, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to blow off my own foot. Collect some unemployment or something. Not these fellas. You got to respect that. Everybody needs, to, everybody needs to compliment them now. Everybody needs to go, oh, they're doing such a great job. You just interrupt your conversation and go, you know, you see that tank that got blown up? It's like, we're at the water cooler. We don't need to discuss this, you know? That's why they got my office. We don't discuss anything. Anybody, anybody brings up Ukraine, we all just look away and start typing one by one. That's why I love you guys.
I mean, none of us are complaining about gas prices. I, I see everybody just complain about gas prices. The only people who have a right to complain about gas prices are people who huff gasoline. That's now the most expensive drug. Everybody else, we're not addicted to it. You could bike. I'm not going to. You're not going to. But we could. These people are addicted. So unless you're huffing gas, I don't want to hear you complain outside of 76. I just don't. So people, stop complaining. Because I don't like people who complain. Me personally, I do complain about people who like to complain. I'm a second tier complainer, which is fine. I am not a complainer. We are not the same. I complain about those with such negativity. So put a smile on your face and give this podcast some money because we need some. I'm going to start doing a Joel Alstein. Wait, a, an Al Joelstein? Joel Alstein is going to be my character. Everybody, when I start begging you for money and talking about Jesus, I am Joel Alstein now. And that's gonna be a new that's gonna be a new segment of the podcast. While I have this religion class that we do sun salutations and meditation, and I occasionally bring Remy too because it's it's a fun class. I mean, a lot of people are just talking about the mushroom trips, but it's a fun class. But I'm gonna start ta- telling you what I'm learning in my religious class, right? So you're gonna hear all the fundamental teachings of a lady who's about to graduate and does not give a fuck. He's just saying, screw it, we're doing sun salutations. You can't take away my degree because I'm quitting. You got to respect my teacher, Lori. You got to respect her. Old lesbian talks about Buddhism. Very cool. Let's talk about some mushroom trips in class. Someone said, hey, we should all do mushrooms at the very end of the day. And her response wasn't no. Her response was, I don't want to lose my pension. You got to respect that kind of response. I one time had a friend, right? I saw a friend in Pennsylvania. And she goes, my boyfriend, you know, he has anger issues. He punches holes in walls. And she like opens up this poster and there's this hole in the wall like a Shawshank Redemption type of thing. And he, instead of copying the fact that he has anger issues, I get it. We all have them. I don't punch holes in the wall, but we all have them, right? Sympathize with everybody. He instead, he goes, eh, weak plaster. He went after the contractor. Don't take your anger out. Don't never take your anger issues out on the contractor. If you like that ad... Keep listening. Share with your friends because I need money. Doing a podcast in a house you don't have to pay rent for. It's an expensive setup. You know, the studio, it's costing me a lot of money. Dating is costing me a lot of money. I got to be honest with you people. Dating is expensive. If you have a relationship, stick with it right now. Unless you're trying to get out of it, once again, use the it's not me, it's you, Crane. They seem to be winning now. You're playing for a winning side now. So. Play for the winning side instead of me over here. Play, pay for the losing side of a lot of money at PB bars just to dance with strange women. I'm going to tell you about one of these times. I was dancing with a lady who looked like a little older Jennifer Lawrence, right? And don't look up. She looked cute. She was cute. She wore a dress. It's cute. It was like a black cute dress. She was a cool lady. And I was like, hey, could I dance with you? And she's like, yeah, you could dance with me. But I'm dancing with all my friends, so we could, we could all dance together. I'm like, all right. And I danced with the friends, and I danced with her, you know, and I danced with her. It was kind of romantic. It was like a Don John, but with a man who has no moves, bad knees, and fair skin. And I'd go back to dancing with the friends, and I'd go back to dancing with her, and it was cute. It was, it was getting kind of hot, you know, it was nice. So it's like a little sexy dancing. We're both white people. We have no rhythm, and I don't want to, like, go low because I'm going to pop my knees. She doesn't want to go low because she doesn't know how to do it. White people. And, you know, so we're dancing. It's getting a little steamy. I'm like, hey, could I kiss you? She says, I don't think my husband would like that. And it's like, what? 
okay. And then I just kind of pause. I'm like, well, I can keep dancing with you, right? Well, I think I think I said something like, well, let's just pretend I didn't hear that. And she's like, okay. And we just kept dancing a little bit of dog jump. And I'm like, oh, there's a husband involved. This is strange. So we keep dancing a little bit. And I, I ask a woman her age. I know you're not supposed to do that, but you're also not supposed to dance with a married lady. So I was already in it at this point. I'm like, hey, how old are you? She's like, I'm, I'm too old to be at this club. I'm like, well, how old are you? She's like, I, I'm 38. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Recently was my 24th birthday, so I was 23 at the time. So, you know, 15 years younger. No big deal, right? It's all about, it's like two minds could, could unite throughout time and distance, right? 15 years. That's nothing to love, but it's something, it's something to dancing with a married woman. So she then asked, how old are you? And I'm like, oh, take a guess. Take a, take a guess is the best move. If you ever say take a guess, you got one more option. They got to take a guess and you got like one more option to be like, okay, which way am I going to go on this? Am I going to tell her that I was born when she was 15? After, that's that's kind of weird, right? So I said, take a guess. She goes, 33. I go, somewhere around there. It's true, somewhere around there. It's vague, didn't lie. Said somewhere around there. So we kept dancing a little bit. And I found out she's an Austin realtor. So if any of you guys need to know an Austin realtor, you know, I got, I got her Instagram. I'm going to Austin. And I want to get coffee and discuss closing. I want to discuss closing a house. I want to discuss escrows. I want to just go, no, no, no. You tell me, is Rocket Mortgage a good lender? I don't even want to dance with her. I just want to hear her talk money in my ear. You know, I saw this other lady. She's from Boston. I just want her to whis whisper wicked, wicked weird in my ear. That's all I want, right? Women, if you're listening to this, there's like 2% of my audience is in Germany. German women, if you're listening to this. Always whisper in a man's ear. It's it's always good. You could you could get away with most things like in a man's ear. Like you could whisper like, you need to pick up like, you need to pick up groceries. You need to pick up groceries. That's sexy. I don't know what it is, but that's sexy. So that's relationship story number one. Do you want number two? Should I tell you number two? I'll tell you number two just because I like you. Just because I like you. Why am I whispering? Because I love you. Because we don't need to keep on the same sound module the whole time. I could go in different volumes, and that's okay, because we're just expressing ourselves here. That's why, you know, that's why I appreciate this time we have together. Don't you? <laughs> this is like, I, this, is, this is not a breakdown. This is me actually just telling you that I love you. Just, I want you to know. So I'm going to tell you the next time. And I'm going I'm to, like, these are all going to be wild. Well, I don't know if these are wild stories. Am I to say that my stories are wild? Am I to say that I was, like, dancing with this... 38-year-old somewhat aggressively, kind of bending a little bit low, but trying to make sure I got the knees in a good position, you know? And I'm just thinking, is this what being married is like? Is being married just wondering if your wife is dancing with a 23-year-old who's lying? She asked me, what do I do? You know, and I, I of course, I'm like, ooh, I do stand-up comedy, because that's like one of the only interesting things. You can't be like, oh, I work in an office. I have a dog. Stand-up comedy is kind of fun, right? You're like, oh, tee -hee. She's like, I'll look up your sets. I'm like, okay, well, have fun with that. So, Austin lady, if you're out there, let's let's discuss. Let's talk about real estate. My next story, my twofer for you. I went on another. I don't know what it was with this woman. It was interesting. 
It was interesting. I'll tell you the most. You know, she had a bearded dragon, so of course everything would work out well. She had tattoos and a motorcycle. So of course everything worked out well, and we ended happily ever after. Of course not. She has like 30 tattoos. I have no tattoos. We can never be together. Just can never work. Um, and halfway through across the date, she just like looks at me and she goes, Hey, are you, um, are you straight? That one hurts. That one hurts. You're like, what gives me a non-straight vibe? Like, is it the pink overalls? Is it the effeminate hand movements? Is it the occasionally high voice? Like, what? what is it? I can't ever imagine something that would make me not have a straight vibe. And I definitely am, like, fully straight. Like, I've had, you know, I've had several gay guys who are like, hey, like, I could blow you way better than a woman. They're like, I know the machinery down there. I was like, that's a good point. But it's never really convinced me, right? Like, that's how you know you're not gay is when you don't fall for it. It's a good sales pitch. It is. It's a good sales pitch. You know, from one guy who sells sales pitches to another guy who's selling a sales pitch, trying to convince straight guys who aren't straight to fuck. But it's never worked on me. I'm never like, ooh, I never take the bait. Of course not. It's not me. I don't want it. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm as close to straight, but I don't want no dick in me or anywhere around me. Unless they're in pants. When I, you know, at least like, just, just hide them. Hide them. I don't need to see them. You know, and I feel like Gay guys are better at sucking dick. Women are eating, like, women are better at eating, like, vagina. Unless, like, there's one, there's one group of men who are, one group of professionals who are better at eating vagina, and that's gynecologists. But I feel like gynecologists, they, like, they hate eating vagina. They're so pessimistic, right? Like, they come home after working eight hours, and their wife is like, honey, you know, and, like, a bunch of, like, cute underwear. She's beautiful. And they just look at her and go, a double. I got to work a double shift tonight. And so what, what's all that meant to tell you is that apparently I don't have a fully straight vibe. And I, I want to get more answers, right? I want to do some more digging. I wanted to myth bust. So I asked some lady at a restaurant. I go, hey, look, I know this is a weird question. I know you're a waitress and you shouldn't have to deal with these questions. But um, do I give you a gay vibe? And I was actually eating lunch with another man, which wasn't great. It wasn't a great environment to ask. It was a good lunch with good company. But it wasn't a great time to ask, do I give off a gay vibe when I'm at lunch with another man? She's like, well, you give off more of a metrosexual vibe. It's like, okay, interesting. So then I go, I go back to work and I ask a coworker, I'm like, hey, do I give you a metrosexual vibe? She looks at me, she's like, well, I'm like, just say it. She's like, well, I'm like, just say it. She's like, okay, you dress a little too poor to be metrosexual. It's like, okay, so great. I give you a broke gay vibe. So everybody, I have a broke gay vibe, and you're still here, and you're supportive. And I think that makes you an ally. So I'm glad we're allies. You know what we're, we're allies into is um, we both now know that pickles were cucumbers. But for a while, I did not know that pickles were cucumbers. And I've been recently talking to people about this because I've just been finding other people who were like left in the light too, right? It's kind of like a cult, like people who don't know that pickles are cucumbers, when they find out, they're like, wait, 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 what? You tell me all those years I thought they were like a root vegetable? And here's the joke on you, right? Everybody just goes like, how could you not know that? You don't know shit about America, American factory farming either, okay? Tell me about garlic. Tell me about how they make corn into steak before you ask me how I thought a pickle could be a cucumber. Bozo. I like Bozo. You guys should call me Bozo again. Bozo is fun. I didn't get that too much. I got the nicknames. Um, I got Grandmaster Flash, which was the best one. 
I got blowsome, which never was accurate. Never blew a guy. I got kissed on New Year's um, once. And then I went, you know, I used to, I used to be an asshole and still am, but I, 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 uh, I kissed someone on the cheek once and they turned to the side and I kissed them on the lips. And I was like, Ooh, that was my two kissing guys experiences. So it never been blows them, but I've been, uh, being an asshole, kiss a guy on the cheek to try to avoid a confrontation and, uh, mac a guy in your pool. And that was my teenage formative years. But the best nickname I ever had was pasty. No nips. Because it cut me deep, because it's true. My nipples are small as shit, and I'm pasty as hell. So it wasn't very inventive, but it cut to the core. So, you know, if you have my number, text me your nicknames, right? I told you my nickname. Text me your high school nickname. We have a pasty no-nips, pasty no-nips in the locker, and you just said, stop. But you never said stop, because you didn't have the balls. You stood there in the locker room and took it. But, you know, instead of running from it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to highlight it. When I run for Bozeman mayor, I'm going to have me shirtless, pasty as hell with my small nips. I'm going to show them to the whole goddamn city. And I'll be the mayor. And I'll be the mayor with the small nips. But you know what they say about small nips? Big socks. You know what they say about big socks? Average dick. I got an average dick. I'm cool with it. It's okay. It's chilling. Does the job. Doesn't deserve a fucking employee of the month. He just gets back there and fucking does what he needs to do. Never fucking gripes. That's, you know, it's, that's, that's okay. I'm an av- I got an average dick. I'm supposed to have an average height. I lie and say I'm 5'9". I'm actually 5'8 and three quarters. But 5'9 just sounds so much better. It really does, right? So, guys, you're allowed to lie like a quarter of an inch. You could get half an inch. And ladies, when, when your man takes off his Doc Martin boots and he's less than average height by a quarter of an inch, Love him for who he is. Love him for who he is. I love the citizens of Bozeman for who they are, even though sometimes they're degenerates. What I like, you know, on my uh, my local radio news station, because they also got a Google page, right? When you when you Google Bozeman news, you find Kezabaka. But before you even click on it, it gives you a pre-headline of the story. And one of the stories is, you know, it's a small town still. So it says, man shot himself on freeway traffic. And it's just, what a selfish thing to do. What a selfish thing to do. Make everybody wait an extra 15 minutes while they're already waiting in traffic. This guy is not a citizen of Bozeman. This guy's looking out for himself. We Bozeman people, we're tough. We survive winters. I don't, but they do. I could pretend. And if we're going to kill ourselves, we have the decency to go in the goddamn garage, get the car running, play some tunes, and go out with a good time. We're not going to make you extra late to work because we decided to kill ourselves in traffic because this was the time we had to end it. So that guy, I'm sorry he's not in Bozeman anymore, but he was never part of Bozeman because we're a strong community. We kill ourselves at home away from everybody with a bottle. We don't do it in our cars in front of the kids. Another Bozeman story. You guys might like this. You probably won't. But you might. Depends where you're at in this life. The firefighters are getting ready to go again in April. You know how they say April showers bring May flowers? Doesn't look that way. Looks like the April showers are gone. Here comes a lot of forest fire to Montana. And this and this is the global warming sanctuary? Yes, it is. 
So uh, best of luck, California. Am I right? Uh, but uh, best of luck, Bozeman. Best of luck to the firefighters. These guys. Don't kill yourselves in your car, guys. It's not worth it because we love you. Love, though. You know, I, I love all of you. I do love all of you. Even if we don't talk, I love you. That's, I think, you know, I'm trying to be more grateful. That's one of the things this religion class taught me. Another thing is that I can maybe become a Joel Olstein and try to get some uh, private jets from you guys and be a televangelist. Stand-up comedy, you know, it's not working out too wonderfully. I ain't getting paid too much. I ain't getting paid at all. I got a buck 16 from this podcast. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the buck 16. You know, but let's let's discuss some life lessons I learned in my religion class. One of them, you can't be too overly positive a person. You gotta let some negativity slip into your life, you know? One of like the big things I was having these, I'm having these like conversations with people. So one of them's Dharma. One of them's Dharma is you gotta find out what you wanna do. Obviously, you know, everybody's gonna wanna do different things, but when you have something that you love, just do it a little bit. Always do it a little bit. And then your soul will be like replenished. And back to this point about like balance, right? You can't be too overly positive a person. You need to be a somewhat negative person sometimes, right? Like overly negative people, they're the worst. Overly positive people, though, they're not like fully developed people. It's all about balance in this life. You know, like that Goldilocks and the three bears thing, right? There's a big lesson in that. That's balance. The other lesson is don't get eaten by bears. But that's more for my Montana listeners than my like California listeners. But it's all about balance. And so have balance, right? And, you know, be balanced with yourself. Tell yourself you love you love yourself enough, right? Like, I don't do that enough, right? When you have, like, an immediate, like, failure, you're like, oh, you know, it's just like, no, you got to forgive yourself. And so I forgive all of you for all your sins, you sinners. Where's my fucking private jet now? Forgive yourself, though, realistically. Forgive yourself because you're lovely. And I love you just like I love the songs I'm about to show, you know? Just like I love the $1.16 you guys got me by listening to this. I love you. Just like I love this music. So listen, listen to these songs, right? You're going to listen to Good Morning, Out to Pasture. One of the lines, I went out to see my maker, but he stood me up again. I don't like that they assume that God was a man, even though most of society assumed that God was a man for like ages till three years ago. I don't like it. It's the point of the patriarchy, not a big fan. But the lead singer's gay. It's a gay Australian band. They look very like similar to like the Beatles. Uh, very, you know, the Aussie accents. Uh, it's just go, go listen to good morning. They're, you know, they're touring. They're wonderful, fun guys, not like mushrooms. Well, you know, if you have those do some too and forgive yourself, but, um, yeah, go listen to out to pasture. I went out to meet my maker, but he stood me up again. That's what should have happened to that Bozeman man in the traffic, right? I wish, I wish God would have stood him up. Fortunately, he didn't. That's okay. What God is telling you is to buy me a private jet. So give me some money. Listen to this. You know, get, get your friends to listen to this. Buck 16, it ain't, it ain't cutting the bills for the free studio in my stepdad's house. Um, another good song for you to listen to. Go listen to Madison Avenue by Gil Scott Heron. You want to hear a crazy song about the advertising world? Go listen to Madison Avenue. Go listen to about like consumer culture and whatnot. It's a great song. Gil Scott Heron, Madison Avenue. It's only on YouTube. And it's with like this Brian guy. And there's a cat on the cover. And you're like, oh, this seems like a very like niche album. It's like, yeah, but you need to listen to this niche album. Go listen to Seattle Party by Chastity Belt. Underrated. Underrated, right? I'm giving you, you know, like that thing like, like a, that's a female, it's a female empowerment band, right? That's a female hard-hitting band, Chastity Belt. Speaking of Chastity Belts, 
and hard-hitting women. Number one, go look up that song. Chassis Belt has some great songs, right? Powerful women. They're, they're rocking out there, enjoying themselves. But speaking of chastity belts, a lot of this month has felt like a chastity belt. You know, you get out of a relationship, you're trying to get back out there. It's interesting. You know, bearded dragons and ladies who don't have tattoos, somehow that doesn't seem to work. And you go, what, what might be new? Maybe I'll go back to an old thing. Maybe I'll hit up an old fling. So I hit up an old fling. And I hit up this, uh, this girl I used to hang out with. We, you know, she was cute. We had a fun time. She had good sense in fashion. I'm wearing pink overalls now. So I'm like, well, we're going to vibe. We like plan to smoke a blunt. I forgot the weed, right? I drive 30 minutes to just find out you forget your weed. I didn't freak out. I was like, hey, I'm going to be like 20 minutes. I'm going to go to the med shop. She's like, don't even worry. I'm not even ready yet. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Why aren't you ready yet? You know, I didn't even say that. It's like, okay, cool. You've had like an hour to get ready. You ain't ready yet. Okay, cool. I'm going to go pick up some weed. Pick up some weed. The ladies, she's super cool. She's like, well, you know, we have that's like the bud tender conversation, right? It's like the bartender conversation. How are you? It's like, you know, she deals with so many people all the time. I'm not even going to have that. I'm just like, hey, can I get like in and out? She was very cool. Like, um, and I didn't hit on her. You never hit on the bud tender, right? Even the bud tenders always seem to be flirting on you. Don't hit on the bud tender. They're not flirting with you. They're just trying to get paid. And you got to respect that. Like giving your number or trying to hit on a bud tender is like, you know, lesbian. You're not that good. And that's okay. Right. So I, I, I had this nice lesson. I was like, you're not that good. And that's okay. Cause we're going to go in my car and we're going to go have a fun date. So I drive back. It's a cool night. Then I wait a little bit. Right. You know, it's cool. This lady's had like an hour and a half to like prepare her hair, but it's cool. I'm just waiting outside and Corona in my car, dying stress. No phone on me, just observing the night, enjoying it. Right. So my last night of being 23, she comes down. We haven't seen each other in four years. We have like an awkward, Oh, hi, how are you? But then actually it was pretty cool. We were enjoying ourselves. We we're kind of like talking. She starts to tell me how she got fired at Ralph's for like everybody thinking she was drunk. And she was just actually like verbally berating the customer. So it was much better. She didn't show up to work drunk. She was just verbally berating people at Ralph's, which you should be accustomed to going into Ralph's. You should know, hey, there's a chance I'm going to get yelled at by the employees here. Trader Joe's don't expect that. Whole Foods don't expect. Ralph's, I kind of want to get yelled at by the employees. If not, it's just like, am I really at Ralph's? So boycott Ralph's, everybody. I believe in freedom of expression on this podcast. But so we, we smoke a blunt. Everything's going good. You know, we're enjoying ourselves. We're like, why don't we go to this other bar? We go to this little bar. It's cool. It was a fun little vibe. I kind of became friends with the door guy because he's like, hey, can I pat you down? I'm like, wait up. I might have definitely. And he's like, I'm like, no, not yet. Let me go check. And he just looks and he smiles. You know, he's like, oh, I definitely, you know, you might have a blade on me. You always got to check if you have a blade on you, right? So I was like, I don't have a blade on me. We're all good, right? You know, I'm in Corona. You should have a blade on you. Everywhere you go, everybody should have a blade on them. I believe in a bladed society, man. I'm never going to use it, right? If I ever need to use it, I'd be a pussy. I'm out. Fucking I'm out, you know? They'd be like, do it. I'm like, I ain't going to do it. You take my money. I just want to look hard like John Wayne. So we become, you know, me, me and this guy become friends. It's kind of like a cool night. This girl's like, oh, yeah. You know, I'm the only white guy at this bar, so it looks like I'm like, you know, I, I'm charismatic. It's it's fun. I'm enjoying myself. I'm like, hey, can I get a can I get a drink? Um, and I order her a drink as well. And first mistake of the night, I got, I just gave them cash. Right? They didn't even tell me how much the total was because the music was blaring. I just give them cash, and I'm waiting to expect to get my cash back. I'm just looking at the lady, and I'm like, hey, was there any? And she's like, oh, I I thought you want me to keep the five dollars as a tip. 
you know, and then this girl's are going to be like, are you going to, you going to really like ask her for $5 back? You know, it's like, I'd even say she could have a tip, but okay, whatever, whatever. She, she takes a tip. And I'm just like, they're thinking like, dude, you just paid 40 bucks for two drinks. Like you just got got. And I respect it, right? Like I was the only white guy in the bar and I just got got and I don't want to be like, hey, excuse me, how much for those beers? You know, I just didn't want to do that. So I just like, just accept your losses. It's okay. White people have done a lot of, uh, a, a lot of the, a lot of the godding. I finally got got. And that's okay. So we're hanging out, you know, then we go to another bar. We're having a fun time. We go like, we go listen to some like, you know, band down by San Pedro. We go by the beach. You know, I'm showing her some fun music. She's showing me some good music. She's stroking my chin. She's going like, tee you know, stroking my little fucking Brillo pad chin hairs. I'm down. I'm excited by it. I'm like, this is gonna, this is a fun night. Like, I'm enjoying myself. You know, ooh, like, this was like one of my first dates at like 23. Like, I'm about to be 24. It's a good night. She's hanging out, you know, she's kind of like, you know, playing with my knee and shit. I'm like, okay, this is flirtatious. And then, you know, we hang out. We After we go to this bar, like, you know, I... I kissed her from the boat. So I'm like, hey, cool if I kiss you? Like, can you, be the, can you be the last person I kissed when I'm 23? And she was the last person I kissed when I was 23. And it was cute. We kissed in front of the San Pedro boats. We kind of like made out a little bit in my car. Everything was cute. And she's like, hey, do you want to get some food? I'm like, I'm down to get some food. You know, let's go get some food. Let's enjoy ourselves, right? It's going to be a great night. I'm like, do you want to maybe go to the park after? And she's like, I'm down. And, you know, go in the park, it's, it's ambivalent, right? It could mean, hey, let's go talk about Jesus. It could mean also let's go have a steamy makeout session. It could also mean let's just go eat some cheeseburgers. Look at some grass. You know, it's going to be fun. And I'm like, hey, you know, like, uh, then she starts touching my leg. And I'm like, are you, hey, are you cool if I grab your leg? She's like, yeah, you could grab my leg. And it's all good. I'm just driving in and out. And I just keep looking at the corner of my eye. Her eyes are closed and her head is on my shoulder. I'm like, this is kind of cute. You know, this is cute. What a great night. We're going to get in and out. We're going to go to the park. Then I get to in and out. I try to like, I'm like, hey, time to wake up. She's like, what? I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> so the guy's like, hey, what, what would you like? I'm like, uh, I'm like, what do you want? And she's like, I, I don't want anything. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I just order a cheeseburger. Just a cheeseburger. You know, and I see this guy, I see this guy at In-N-Out. My hands, like, my hands on this girl's knee, knee-ish. You know, it wasn't upper, it wasn't upper leg. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't near, like, the inner thigh. It was, it was, like, leg-ish. It was, like, a nice knee touch, right? Like a weird grandfather. So I was doing a nice knee touch. I was a little bit lower than the knee, but it wasn't the inner thigh, right? It was a comfortable place. And so... This guy is just looking at me, and he just gives me my burger, and I'm over there with this passed out woman, and my hand is on her leg, and they just like, they just look at me, and I just look at them, you know, my dick is like immediately like, oh, like don't worry, she'll wake up, we'll go to the park, eh. you know, my dick's fucking telling me all this shit, and so, you know, the in and out people, they want to read me like the verses on the bottom of their cups, they're like, this guy needs help. And so then we're just, you know, I'm driving. I'm like, hey, you still want to go to the park? And she's like, no, no, drop, drop me off at home. I was like, okay, cool. And then I like, my, I removed my hand, right? I was like, this is, I'm like, this is my, uh, this is my defensive move. I'm removing my hand. <laughs> you know? And um, drive her home. Thought we were going to have a cute makeout. Um, then she goes, 
I'm like, hey, like, can I get a kiss goodbye? And she's like, yeah. She gives me the smallest peck. She says, good night, Richard. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. So that was like the that was that was my birthday. I was like around twelve o'clock ish, and the and the night of my of my twenty fourth birthday. And this seems really sad, right? It seems sad. I don't want to leave you guys with an unhappy ending. So I'm gonna leave you guys with a happy ending. Now, anybody, this is this is the pre warner to this. If you guys don't want to hear about my vaguely pornographic situation, turn off this podcast now. If you don't want to hear about me having a wild time, turn off this podcast now. If you see me and you hanging out one day, cuddling under a branch with grandkids, turn off this podcast now. If you want to hear about a crazy story, stay tuned and stay posted, right? But if you like me, if you're like, yeah, I wonder, he's got a cute dog, turn off this podcast now. Okay. Gave you a chance. I'm at the comedy club. I'm late. As per usual, you you listen to this podcast, you know what goes on, right? So I'm a little late, and that's okay. I'm enjoying myself. I get to the comedy club. I missed my spot. Oh, no. I missed my comedy spot on an open mic on a Monday. Oh, no, I'm not taking this seriously. I'm trying to take comedy seriously, but, you know, you got to just kind of, you got to kind of roll with the punches, and I go, oh, this this kind of sucks. I wish I could be more punctual. No, I don't. Now I realize I don't because it was a perfect time. So I'm just sitting on this bench waiting for my double spot, right? Because I'm just waiting at the very end now. I'm at the alt list. Just hanging out, you know, writing some bits. And this lady comes up. She's like, oh, do you go on stage? I'm like, yeah, I go on stage. You know, are you planning going up? And then halfway through the conversation kind of leads to somewhat flirting. And she's like, oh, I kind of think you're cute. I'm like, oh, I kind of think you're cute. I'm sure I said I kind of think you're cute first, you know. But at some point, she goes, hey, I'm a little horny. Do you want to go to the bathroom? I was like, what the fuck? The night changed. And I'm like, I actually have to go on set. Could you wait 10 minutes? Right? I did. I chose stand-up over pussy. So I did the set. You know, and it was really... If you, ever, if you ever had to do a set where a chick wants to have sex with you in a bathroom after, you're like, man, I'm not even thinking about my jokes. Right? I'm like, what's the deal with gas prices? It's bombing. Actually, apparently it didn't bomb. This guy, like, pulled me aside. Like, you're pretty funny. I'm like, dude... Thanks. Because I was like, I'm not even trying to be funny right now. I am trying to think about how I'm going to have sex in my comedy club's bathroom. So then I'm like, I don't want to have sex in the bathroom. Do you want to go to my car? She's like, no, let's go to my car. Smart move on her part. It's always a good move, right? I stand by that. I think it's a great move. Protect yourselves, ladies. So, you know, we I walk her to her car. Downtown San Diego. It's dangerous. It's not. It's a beautiful city, you know? So I was just walking her downtown. We're having a, like a bullshit kind of she's like second language English conversation. She's like, oh, what kind of foods do you like? I'm like, I like Thai food. She's like, I like Thai food. She's like, do you like Italian food? I'm like, I love Italian food. She's like, I love Italian food. So we're about to be soulmates at this point. So I like Italian food and she likes Italian food. So uh, what else do we do besides have sex in a parking lot that's one story, right? No concrete to hide us from the sins of God, right? Just open air, open San Diego air, finest city air. You know, and we, we go, and she's like, you want to go to park? I'm like, I'm going to go to park. Uh, so we went to park. I think that was her code word for, you know, second language. Good, good for her. I don't speak shit for second languages. She killed it. She killed in English and saying, I want to have sex with you in a park, parking lot. So, um, yeah, park and park. You think, like, I don't know. I just assumed park with trees. There was no trees. 
Nothing but concrete and shame. Not not a lot of shame for me, personally. Right? She's like, you want to have, you want to go to park? I'm like, I want to go to park. And I um, tried to kiss her. She didn't want me to kiss her. She didn't touch her butt. It's a nice butt. Good for you, Maggie. And she whipped out a bag of condoms. A bag of condoms like Santa Claus. It really makes you feel like you're an individual, right? It goes, my dick is special, man. A bag of condoms. You go, how many people have you had sex with in San Francisco? She's from San Francisco. Um, you know, hate Ashbury, that winding street, Golden Gate Park. But I was probably the only dick in San Diego a man could hope. I was probably the only guy in that parking lot a man could hope. You know? I think I gave a pretty good performance. It didn't last the longest, and it doesn't need to when you're having sex in a parking lot and the partner you have won't kiss you. You're not trying to go for gold. This isn't the beginning of a lovely relationship where you have sex with them and they go, damn, he's a good fuck. This is where you're just an animal and you want to go, how? I should have howled when I came. So anyway, I came. She might have. I doubt it. And um, then we parted ways. She gave me a, a two Italian cheek kisses, and uh, I didn't get stabbed. I thought I was going to get stabbed or a solicitation for money. I didn't get any of that. Instead, I got was a crazy Monday. So all that's to say, I'm leaving on a Sunday. Happy Monday. Manifest, baby. Go manifest it. Speaking of the man, if fest, uh, the man Maxwell is coming down from uh, Toronto, stepbrother. I'm very excited for him. So this is me wishing to the ether that he has a wonderful trip down here and makes it safely. And I hope you guys all wishing you into the ether a good trip through life, man. Really, truly good trip. Enjoy yourself. So all that's to say, I'm leaving on a Sunday. Happy Monday. Manifest, baby. Go manifest it. Speaking of the man, if fest, uh, the man Maxwell is coming down from uh, Toronto, stepbrother. I'm very excited for him. So this is me wishing to the ether that he has a wonderful trip down here and makes it safely. And I hope you guys all wishing you into the ether a good trip through life, man. Really, truly good trip. Enjoy yourself to your trials and tribulations. This too will pass and to yourself. You will prevail, baby. I love you. Goodbye.